Hello and welcome to yet another Game of Junk Game Club, the show where we have a good time. I'm your host, as always, John Lucero, and, t- and today joining me, as always, is Vanessa Cahill. And there will be no Jason this month, unfortunately. He is on assignment, you know, doing important stuff out in the field. <laughs> doing science out there. <laughs> yes, yes uh, measuring things and studying things, as scientists do. But we do have a ring. We did bring in a ringer to, uh, <laughs> to help us out here. That, that will also meet our Jay quota on the podcast. And that is uh, Jim Cahill. Jim, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you? I'm, I'm lovely. I'm lovely. You know, moving moving into a new house this week. So that's uh, my, my first house. Yeah, it's big. Hey, congratulations! That's exciting. Yes, that's a you. big deal. Also, a lot of work. <laughs> yes, it's been a long week. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> uh, so this month, we're not talking about houses. We are talking about Metroid Dread, uh, 2021's Metroid Dread. One of the newest games we've ever played on this podcast came yep. out just oh, probably a month and a half or two months before after, since we're recording this. Yeah, October eighth, twenty twenty one. And uh, Vanessa, you picked the game the game this month. Why did you pick Metroid Dread? Um, well, we were all already playing Metroid Dread, <laughs> so that was a that was a good one. Um, and I I I've become a little bit obsessed with it, so I've beaten it a few times now. And so uh, why why stop when you're already having a good time? How many is a few? Three. Three times. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, have you, you beat it on hard mode? I believe you told me. I did. Yeah. Have you beaten it twice on hard mode? No, uh, twice on normal mode, once on hard mode. And the hard mode was actually when I got all the items, too. So I, I also 100% completed <laughs> yeah, it. You chose the best time to do that, I see. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not 100% it. Uh, because I, I came close and was tired of doing speed booster puzzles. Oh, so, so uh, hard. Some of them are really hard. <laughs> that one in the bottom of the water. We can talk about it. it was like, mm-hmm. uh, Jim. How many times have you beaten this game? Have you beaten this game? <laughs> so you, you should have introduced me with my, my middle name, Button Masher. <laughs> so well, I, I have, Exactly. Uh, I have yet to uh, yet to beat this. Uh, Vanessa is wanting to bet me whether it will be four or five times that she will have gone through it completely before I manage to get through it once. Uh, can I ask how far into it you are? Uh, I have beaten Kraid, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm a bit beyond that. Although it's kind of hazy, it's uh, work has been uh, work has just required more of me than I would like lately. He, he just got he just got the gravity beam, so he's a little bit farther than Kraid. Okay, yeah. So I feel like that's like halfway through. Yeah, exactly. So he's farther than he thinks he is. <laughs> Uh, it's been. I played this game so sporadically over the month. It's hard to remember exactly when I got everything, but I feel like it's like halfway through the game. Uh, and before we get into the nittier and grittier of this uh, Nintendo game, Vanessa, uh, since Jason's not here this week to science us, uh, you f- happened to find a lab coat in the dumpster. I did. Uh, it's stained. Yes. Yeah. It's heavily stained with pizza <laughs> and grease. And uh, took, took up the mantle of science, and I am looking forward to what your research has found on uh, Metroid. I'm assuming you just did Metroid Dread, not the entire history of Metroid. But oh yeah, yeah. only <laughs> Metroid Dread. <laughs> and not is, that, not that much about it. <laughs> yeah, because this is the 
fifth mainline Metroid game, and then there are many other Metroid games as well. Yeah, we aren't going to talk about any of those. We're only going to talk really about the development company, um, some people involved, and then um, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I did send this to Jason, though, and he was like, this is sufficient, so... It's probably a thousand words less than he would have put down, but we will that, survive. His opening stanza might be, probably could be longer than yours, but in, he's he's a verbose gentleman. Yes, he is, and he goes deep. This is like the lightest weight. Like if you um, basically, I collected a bunch of stuff from Wikipedia for you, dear listeners, so that you don't have to do that. <laughs> you're welcome. Yes, you're welcome. Okay. So Metroid Dreads are released on October 8th, 2021, published by Nintendo and developed by Mercury Steam Entertainment SL, who is out of uh, Madrid, Spain. And they also developed Metroid Samus Returns. And so... um, mm -hmm. They also did the Castlevania Lords of Shadow series. Yes, they did. One and two, and Mirror Fate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so as I said, they're out of Madrid, Spain, and have about 160 employees as of 2020. They were founded by some former members of Rebel Axe Studios in 2002, so they've been around for a while. And then apparently they had pitched a remake of Metroid Fusion to Nintendo, but it was rejected. But then Sakamoto was so impressed by the pitch and the team's love of Metroid, he hired them to collaborate on Metroid Samus Returns. So they like uh, went for one way, but he was like, okay, you guys love this, we can do this instead. And then as John mentioned, they, their previous work includes Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror F- Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate, and Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. <laughs> I and played the first Lords. Lords. Was it good? Did they do uh, the it's job? okay. It's okay. I think I like. I I think I liked it a decent amount when I played it uh, a decade ago. Maybe I don't. The game's pretty old, uh, and I don't think I would like it as much now. Better Never. or worse than Metroid? Dread. This Metroid? Mm-hmm. Worse. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's a high bar. Yes, it's a good game. Yes. Um, yeah. So as of December 2020, Nordisk Film, under their Nordisk Games division, bought a 40% stake in the studio. So they're huge owners. Um, and I didn't recognize very many of their films, but they um, are the film studio that made Midsummer in, two, tw- in 2019. That was kind of cool. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I still haven't seen that or Hereditary. No, I haven't either. But they, but I, I know what it like. I know that the screen cap of it with the the head of flowers. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I know how the movie ends, which is also turned me off of watching it at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's ethically bad. I've heard so many different things about that movie, <laughs> but it's uh, it's definitely divisive. I think Hereditary was pretty divisive too. Yeah. Not as divisive, but it was. I saw. I haven't seen. <laughs> good, good thing we're all here not having seen it making rash, fast <laughs> sweeping judgments on both of the movies. We love <laughs> so. to judge things. <laughs> hey, all I can say is I've spent a fair bit of time in in uh, Sweden, <clears throat> and, and it, it, it was always a very lovely country. That's good. Good. good uh, that's that's reassuring to me. Although, in fairness, I was not there over midsummer, so oh. maybe it's a documentary. We just don't know. Could be. And this this is what's leading into our ranking of Ari Aster films. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> our next podcast. Oh, I love another one. <laughs> Jason will be pleased to know that we're starting a third one or a fourth one or a fifth one. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Back, More good movies. Yeah. Back to the science. <laughs> so this was produced by Yoshia Sakamoto, who is very very famous. Um, he's been around forever in the industry since 1982. Worked on the original Donkey Kong. Um, 
the list goes on and on. Kid Icarus, the first Metroid, Super Metroid, Game and Watch Gallery, Metroid Fusion, Warrior World, uh, Pie Cross DS, uh, Rhythm Heaven, Kiki Trick. I'm just reading up with Wikipedia now also, so people can go look this up. Um, his latest game was Metroid Dread. <laughs> but he's quite been, a list. <laughs> yes, quite a list. But it goes on. It's even way, way more expensive than that. Those were just some, some call-outs from the list. Um, but yeah, so he's a huge deal at Nintendo. This was directed by Jose Luis Marquez and Fumi Hayashi, and designed by Jose Maria Navarro Herrero, Carlos Zarzula Sanchez, and Jacques Jacobo Luengo. <laughs> I actually should have John be doing this because you are the better Spanish speaker than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, um, sorry, Mercury Steam, I'm butchering all of your names. The artist was Jorge Benedito Shicharo, and the composers were Soshi Ab, Abe and Sayako Doi. Okay. Um, there's a surprisingly Those little information. Well, no, but some of them are Spanish, Jim. Thank you. That's why I brought it, Jim. Yeah, he's Captain Obvious here. Um, <laughs> there was a surprise. Yeah, button masher over there. There's a surprising little bit, um, like not very much information on the actual development team, which was surprising. So they had um, just a list of names, but no more details about um, what these people do. So. Other than their like list of games we listed off earlier, who knows what uh, what Mercury Steam has been up to? But they do a pretty good job. Um, yeah, so this is a sequel to Metroid Fusion from this is a sequel to the Metroid Fusion game from two thousand and two. And originally, Sakamoto did, like did not want this game to be a horror game, but he did want to explore fear based gameplay. Um, so he had the concept of Samus followed by quote dread on an unfamiliar planet, which I believe we all felt at various times during this game. <laughs> And so he originally attempted to have Dread developed for the DS uh, twice, so both in 2005 and 2008, but it didn't meet um, his expectations because of the limitations of the DS hardware. And so after he saw the um, kind of the preview of what Mercury Steam did with Fusion, and then, uh, then later had them do um, Samus Returns, he finally was like, okay, these guys have it. They can do this on the Switch, and he revived the project. And that's how we got our game now. Okay. And um, mm-hmm. okay, I was just... <laughs> also, well, exactly. I was going to move on to sales, which is like the ultimate ending for Nintendo, right? So, highest grossing physical launch of the franchise in the UK. It sold 854,000 copies in the first month in the US, making it the fastest selling Metroid title to date. And it debuted at number one in Japan, selling 86 copies. 86? Yeah. Oh, sorry. 86,000. <laughs> what? Japan has a low game market. They're not doing well. <laughs> yeah, they're, very, they're not known for their They're not known for gaming over there. No, poor Japan. They're having a bad time. Eighty-six two days. <laughs> yeah, so that's my science. It's um, it's a very uh, poor uh, poor substitution for Jason science, but it's what we got. <laughs> yeah, we 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 all greatly appreciate it. I think I can speak for everyone here that's listening and <laughs> to us in the future. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. I hope Jason has a nice time, and I hope he like pats himself on his back when he's like, "Gosh, they they really need me. We do, Jason. We need you."
Alright, so now it's time to actually talk about Metroid Dread. I mean, Metroid is a very famous franchise at this point, even though it has it's been there's been some gaps <laughs> since it's been played. So maybe maybe the current generation doesn't even doesn't, has no idea what Metroid is. Uh, it's a exploratory platformer because Jason would kill me if I said Metroidvania. Also, it's a Metroid game, so I feel like calling it <laughs> Metroidvania is even stupider. Um, uh, you travel in a in a uh, uh, around a, a location the entire time, gaining abilities that give you access to different parts of it that you didn't have access to earlier in the game. So you slowly, you slowly but surely master a defined area. This was uh, made famous in previous Metroid games, um, most notably Super Metroid and Symphony Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is why they call them Metroidvanias, uh, because people are lazy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so that all being said, this is uh, only the second 2D Metroid I've ever finished. And I mean, I barely play 2D Metroid. I played, uh, I love Metroid Prime, and I've played a decent amount of Metroid 2, never played the third one. And then, but until last year, I had never finished a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. And Same. Yeah. So, I'm oh, sorry, a 2D Metroid game. Uh, specify that. So, and I gotta say, I I don't think it is a better game than Super Metroid, but I definitely enjoyed playing it more than I enjoyed playing Super Metroid. And just, uh, I mean, the the uh, age and the time difference. For sure, play a factor. It's just it just plays a lot. It just controls a lot smoother than Super Metroid does at this point, and it has a lot more quality of life things than Super Metroid did. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Vanessa, can you give your little history of Metro- with Metroid? Yeah, um, pretty similar actually. So I actually only played the first Prime and never any of the sequels. Um, as far as a 3D Metroid, and then um, Super Metroid was my first full Metroid game that was 2D. And I followed a walkthrough because there were no maps back in the days, apparently. So that was helpful. This is my first Metroid game I played without a walkthrough. Um, all the way through. A few times. <laughs> just emphasize. To emphasize that, yeah. It doesn't yeah. happen often. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you can't to beat the game. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so. on, on, on hard mode. Jim, <laughs> 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 uh. how are you? Uh, so this is where, uh, I feel like I'm geriatric Jim. Uh, <laughs> m- my memory of, of Metroid, uh, was the original NES, uh, Metroid. And then I, I feel like I saw, uh, some of what Vanessa played last year. Um, but that's about it. Um, and loved the original on the NES. It was, uh, it was one of the great, uh, original NES games. And you didn't know that, that Samus was a, a girl or a woman. And, and so that was a, a big reveal and a fun thing. So, um, anyways, it, it was, a, it was a great game. Uh, and, and this followed suit and had a very similar, you know, for somebody who hasn't, hasn't played, uh, had a very similar feel, uh, and experience and was just, it was awesome. Really enjoying it. Um, wish I didn't have a job that like, you know, sucked up so many hours a day. Then I could be like Vanessa saying, Hey, I've beaten it four times. I've had a job. <laughs> oh, you're more impressive than me by far, but like somehow my job gets in the way of me playing games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jim, cause you've been, you've been playing it more often on, like I, I also played it a decent amount off and on this past month. Did you ever, how'd you feel about it as a game you could being able to pick up and put down? Cause there is obviously a lot of, you know, exploring in this game and a lot of abilities you gather over time. Did you feel like you were able to remember everything 
um, relatively quickly, or is it hard for you when you whenever you started up again? Yeah, it was a little bit hard. Um, they the uh, the actual navigation and whatever you know, sure, like that comes back quick. But the like, okay, what was I doing? Where? What rooms are where on the mini map? Like, what am I? Like, what was I trying to do? That was a little bit hard to to pick up and set down. Uh, and I'm actually looking forward to having some continuous time when Vanessa and I go on vacation to actually sit down and play for you know, more than an hour or two, you know, uh, once a week, um, which that'll be fun. Yeah. And it's not, a, it's not a super long game. So you you can actually get a decent amount of the way through it in a single session, as long as, uh, depending on your luck with boss fights, I guess, because there are, there are quite a few boss fights in this game. It's uh, not luck though. It's skill. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> pure, pure, and adult, pure and adulterated skill. <laughs> She's she only saying that because she beat Raven Beak on her first go this last time around, so she's feeling confident. He's, 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 not, he's not easy. He's definitely not easy. He's not easy, yeah. It took me more um, guys. Yeah, it took me a lot of times the first time through. But yeah, most of the time I just stand by Jim like, Jim, you're focusing too much on like um, on a, on the offensive. You need to evade, evade, evasive maneuvers. So he's probably very tired of me. That's, that's been that's a reminder of my middle name. <laughs> Fun masher. Come on, Vanessa. <laughs> Uh, that I have a similar issue. I've had a similar issue in many games over the years. I'm just over. I'm an overly aggressive player a lot of the times, and some a lot of times it'll it, it works out in my favor. But there's plenty of times where I'm like, man, if I had just been a little more patient, I can easily could have won that fight. Um, but yeah, sometimes I just get, I'm just overly aggressive in video game in video mm-hmm. games. I'm always on the offensive. Um, yeah. I always think I'm going to win. So, so it's a. I completely it's a, appreciate that. It's a winner's mentality, you know. That's what I, yes. that's how I look at it. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a winner's uh, mentality until the controller goes flying. Exactly, <laughs> and then it's the game's fault. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, Jim, I know you haven't finished it, but we will spoil the intense storyline of Metroid Dread here if you haven't seen the uh, the thrilling conclusion to this game's plot, which is. I'm greatly looking forward to that because Vanessa would not let me watch it. She didn't want to ruin it for me, so she like took the controller like away from me, angled it away. She was playing on a handheld, and uh, and so I, I'm in suspense. I saw her. Be, I, I saw her get through, and I saw her get to the ship, but uh, I didn't see what happened after that. Um, <laughs> it's. Uh, Metroid's it's death. not all that exciting to be honest <laughs> yeah that's a, the, there's a, a lot of cool stuff there, there are a decent amount of cutscenes in this game which i wasn't expecting uh yeah. in a metroid game and uh, i did not play like i said i have not i did not play mercury seems previous metroid so i have no experience like with their style of metroid um so maybe this was par for the course uh for them but yeah i was not expecting the amount of plot in this game that the, the amount of like uh, straightforward plot, like with actual cutscenes and dialogue and stuff. Mm-hmm. After playing Super Metroid, which gives you very little to like in terms of just like straight story. Nothing it gives you nothing. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of you have to infer a lot of things. Uh, this is just pretty straightforward, and so you even hear Samus's voice at certain points in this game. I also wasn't expecting. Um, Samus is super badass in this game too. Oh my god, she's so badass in this it, game. <laughs> yeah, she. They really did a good job of just making her seem cool and uh, really good at her job. She uh, she kills a lot of things in many different cool ways, and she is also stoic throughout. 
Um, one of my favorite moments is well, the one that's in the trailer, but when she just stares down Craig and like oh, charges so charges her, charges her gun while he's screaming at her, <laughs> like you again, asshole. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're tied up. I'm gonna kill yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say that my favorite part of the game is just how it controls. It just feels really good to play the entire time. Like it's really fun to move around to Samus, and mm. it. Uh, well, I think there was a little because I played it mostly. I played it exclusively handheld, which is pretty much how I just play Switch games at this point. Is exclusively handheld. There were a few thing, a few movement options were a little for for finicky, you know, in a way that I just assumed it was more the the Switch than the game. Like getting down into ball form was kind of annoying sometimes, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't. I, I feel like it probably would have been much easier on an actual controller, but there are some of those, uh, some of those like t- uh, challenge challenges to get items that were just a, made a little extra difficult by the control by the by that part of the controls. But I'm not sure if I can blame it on the game or just the Switch itself. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh, other than that, though, if it yeah, every time I hop back into the game. It just was so fun to just run around because you can you can book it through. Those areas seem big, but you really move, you can really cook through them once you have all the abilities. Uh, I thought I thought the space jump was way easier to use than in Super Metroid. Oh my gosh, so much easier to use. <laughs> yeah, it felt like because Super Metroid I, by the end of it, I was uh, some of the abilities were just frustrating as opposed to empowering. And again, this I mean Metroid's like almost what thirty years old now, so. Um, it's you know it's it's understandable that this game, that a game this much more recent than it feels much better, but it is worth noting because we have played two Metro games within the past year. Um, that just how much better this one feels. Yeah, it's it's um it's like remarkable, and even just the wall jump. I remember in Super Metroid, I spent like an hour trying to get up this like what would have taken me two seconds in this game, like you know just a, a, mm-hmm. a like a narrow wall corridor <laughs> vertical <laughs> and, and this was like it was just so easy so i think they definitely like not i'm and again there's a million games between then and now but being my only comparison it was so much nicer uh jim how do you feel moving around in the game do you do you uh i know you're still early on so you don't have all the abilities that we're talking about uh and i do feel like the game uh, once you get enough opens up but early on it can be kind of restricting in some ways i don't know if you felt the same I, I have not felt that same sense of freedom and joy, but I, I have seen it clearly uh, yes. from watching Vanessa run around. Sometimes I'll have her throw it up on the big screen so so I can see it. But yeah, no, the water is still a oh, slog yes. for me. Yes. Um, cold rooms are are a drag. So there, there's a. I actually I did think that the uh, the way they controlled the lava flow. Sorry, this is not answering your question, but I, I thought sort of the. <laughs> no, wait, go ahead. Go ahead. The lava flow to change, you know, essentially temperature areas of the game and the way they unlocked aspects of the map, uh, especially when things were dark prior to, to opening up power, was a really cool way to um, utilize the same space. Yeah, they did a really nice job with it. It, it was uh, it was fun to be, you know, both like, oh, that's so cool. And then like super frustrated that you can't go back the same way you just came. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, no, I... I I have not felt that freedom of, of movement yet, but uh, but it's sure cool to see how how happy Vanessa is as she's moving around. <laughs> I will I will say the space jump is 
you is a game changer. It's just you you can nothing is is undoable. That it feels like you can do whatever you want at that point. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. turn. It's like oh, I got to way up there. I'll just hop up there forty five times. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then once you get once you get the screw attack, it's like everything is dying in front of yes. me. I'm invincible. Yeah, yeah you just, like you just. When you're uh, doing that like hundred percent run, just trying to find every item, you mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing is nothing stops you. You just like you just run through everything. Maybe you take a little damage. Maybe you don't. Who cares? It's uh, you have so much health. And, yeah, it was uh, it was a slaughter. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's fun to move around. And uh, I mentioned earlier that early on in the game would be kind of restricting. And I think that first hour or cup or or so. Um, before you get, before you kill the first Emmy, or maybe the second one, I don't remember exactly. Uh, we're talking about the Emmys right here, uh, <laughs> which are a big, really big part of Dread. They're like one of the the big, uh, like new thing in that enemy. They, 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 they are the Dread. <laughs> yes, they are the Dread. And now I will say, I actually didn't find them that terrifying. Is more just annoying, <laughs> and. Uh, like being chased by them never really like got my blood pumping, because the the game has pretty solid checkpointing. Check, checkpointing, uh, it just would be annoying when you get close to the end of an, an Emmy area because Emmys are these rope. These if you haven't seen anything from anything from this game, Emmys are these four legged robots that are in nearly indestructible that have been corrupted and are trying to kill Samus because the Metroid fusion, she fused with the Metroids and now they think she's bad. So they want to kill her. I think that's no, they're, 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 try, they're trying to um, extract her DNA for the bad guy. Yes. Yes. And, uh, that's why so they stab you in the face. <laughs> yes. There is a, there is a, if they catch you, uh, you have, a, you have the ability to parry them one time. Or sometimes two, if you get you know, there are two opportunities. I can't even imagine trying to like yeah. like succeeding in parrying them twice. <laughs> yeah, they uh, when the parry, I really I really enjoy the parry in this game. It's really satisfying. Um, as when you like uh, are in a room with a bunch of smaller enemies and you just like parry all of them and just wipe them all out really quick. That's uh, that's very satisfying. But with the Emmys, the window to parry them is sometimes really inconsistent and hard to. Hard to read because some of the and some because this the speed at which they do things is always not is not always the same. Uh, sometimes they'll stab you really quick, and sometimes they'll take their time to stabbing you. And uh, so, and this one hit kill, you're done. <laughs> it, it cuts to black. It says Metroid Dread or whatever the fuck it says, and uh, <laughs> and then you're back to the checkpoint. So, and there are seven of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of a couple of them aren't full encounters. Some of them are go down go down easier than other, but you will spend a lot of time in new a new area trying to just get rid of the Emmy in that area. And then once you get rid of the Emmy, I, re- I enjoyed the I enjoyed uh, the game more. I yeah. guess <laughs> so. It's because I was like, oh, I can finally do Metroid stuff now. <laughs> I can finally jump jump around with my space jump. I can explore the area. Yeah, yeah. So that was I. I just I don't like their inclusion, and maybe that I mean I guess that that is the point of them, but it wasn't. I don't think it was not It's not a a fun, frustrating. <laughs> it's just like ugh. another. Their uh, I like their design. I think they look yeah. pretty cool. I I like the 
with the way you kill them with the super gun. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, the Omni, whatever. Omni. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Omega, whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty cool, although it can be kind of annoying trying to figure out where the sweet spot is to charge it because they take a while to kill with it still because you have to melt their armor and off. Then, and then when, when you're like, ah, oh, you bastard, you didn't come the way I wanted you to come. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then like, oh, now I got to go do this whole circle again to, to uh, yeah, so. So they um, are the big new thing, and they—I will—and also say that, and uh, they seem they—they're kind of a big part of the game, but they also kind of aren't. There's also mm-hmm. portions of the game where they're just turned off for a bit, based because of the story, which is which is nice too. You'll see them in the background. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill you later. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, you're going to come <laughs> back and get me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is definitely not going to last. <laughs> and, uh, and they're, and they're all different colors too, which is fun. You know, like a box, big box of murder crayons. So it's, uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. So that that's the Emmys. I I enjoyed the actual boss fights much more than the Emmys, even though there are I think a little too many boss fights. Uh, some of them are like kind of like mini bosses more so. Uh, like the dudes with the spears. They Those guys fight. are okay. Yeah, they're they're not too bad. Um, that's where I am. I hate them. Oh, um, uh, he's got he's fighting um, a Robo Kozo soldier that like actually moves around a bunch. Those guys I don't like. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the large scale boss fights are pretty fun with really satisfying conclusions to when you kill them. <laughs> um, and I thought Ravenbeak was a pretty good culmination of all your ability of like everything in the game. Uh, a little too long, a little too many phases. I think I'm not. Mm. I, I don't love multi-phase boss fights in, uh, all the time just be, uh, especially because it's just like it's it's more like i don't want to have to go kill i don't want to do that whole phase again <laughs> i just right I, after you die <laughs> yeah or like or if you get close to the end because it's just it just feels like because once you master a certain phase you're like i don't want to do this phase anymore i already i'm already pretty good at it i don't need to keep doing it and then you start messing up because you're like getting annoyed and uh yeah so other than that, boss fight's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, how, how did you guys feel? How do you guys feel about um, what the hell is this planet called in this game? Do uh, remember? Z- ZDR. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about the locations of this planet? The the different biomes they went with. Do you feel mm-hmm. like? Did you like the visual variety in it? Or? Oh, I love. I thought it was great. I really. Uh... I enjoy the background shifting so much. Like I know, I think in the water one, there's like some terrible thing out there that's like tapping it against the glass. I'm like, is that gonna come kill me? I'm not into <laughs> that. Um, I really loved uh, how like there's that that um, it's the boss fight with the experimental like monster that steals the heat. <laughs> yeah. The um, but I, yeah, whatever that guy is. I love that they're like there's a room where he's in the background being like poked and prodded with like zappers, and then he disappears once you kill him. <laughs> Yes, I, I I do like uh, the visual storytelling. I like uh, the way levels change as you as you beat things. I do mm-hmm. like that. Um, I I I like it, and I don't. I feel like it's a little too there's a little too much uh, metal hallways and stuff. Even in the different mm-hmm. area, like I do like the the green area, Gavorin, I think it's oh, yeah. called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, I don't like that one's kind of annoying to travel around in. His the layout of it's kind of annoying, but. Um, and I like the lava flow that uh, Jim was mentioning, mentioning earlier. And I like the water stuff once you have the space jump. Because, <laughs> so, yeah. God, it sucks otherwise. 
I, I like the way – I mean, the, the game looks pretty damn good, First, uh, I think. Uh, they do a good job with the 2D, with the 2D combination and the 3D combination. Yeah. Uh, and like you look really good when you're when you're uh, speed boosting uh, and that purple and li- lightning coming off of you. Oh yeah, uh, I love speed boost. Yeah, uh, uh, Jim, how do you uh, how do you feel about the way the game looks so far? I know you like the lava. Anything? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Uh, do you are you are you feeling like there's enough variety for you? I am. Yeah. No. Uh, the boss that Vanessa mentioned have not fought him yet, but when I when I did get to that uh, that room. I was actually like, oh crap, do I have to fight this guy? I don't know. <laughs> okay, no, that's just that's just the background. Um, and then a bunch of the the lava levels where you've got um, you know interaction and animation, things just happening behind uh, in the the background. It's really cool. And even with like you know the the water levels where you've got various creatures moving away from you as you start to come in, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like they spent a lot of time and thought, you know, just sort of telling that story. Um, it was well done. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks it's it's a, it's a good looking game. Jim, what's been your favorite ability so far? And I'll ask you first. So yeah, <laughs> you've, you've gotten the least of them. <laughs> uh, cone of shame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I, I guess I mean the bomb at this point, um, simply because it opened up the tubes. Um, the uh, the power beam. Uh, is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Which uh, which which version of it? The, the magneticine uh, like blocks and whatever away. Ooh, uh, gravity, uh, what, no, gravity, gravity beam. Gravity beam. No, gra- grapple hook. Grapple beam. <laughs> grapple beam. Grapple yeah, no, the grapple hook. Like I know, I basically got that and then have had to slow way down on gameplay. So I feel like that's actually going to be super, uh, super impactful. Um, yeah. Although I'm going to have to remember how to like swing with it and aim and the whole thing all over again. Um, but I, I thought that was really cool. And it was fun to know, like, as soon as I got it, like, oh, there's a bunch of places now, which worlds were those on, like, that I can go back to and remove those blocks and get access to missiles or, you know, power tanks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess the grappling hook at, at this point is <laughs> in my sad uh, sad arsenal of weapons. That's the best. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it, you, you get a sizable arsenal in that game, but, you know, there's, there, there's still the old standbys. I, I don't even honestly know... Which ones are new? Truly new to Metroid? There's only one I can think of that I definitely know is new, and that's my favorite one: is Storm Missile. Oh yeah, that's cool. Which is uh, you just lock on to target up to up to five times and just unload missiles, missile salvo on them, and you can do that as much as you want as long as you have the missiles for it. Uh, and you get a lot of missiles <laughs> if you uh, if you do uh, collecting um, a couple hundred missiles, and uh, also the ice yeah, the ice missile is really cool too. Uh, yeah. Uh, Vanessa, what's your favorite? Hmm. This one's hard. Um, 
The flash shift is super cool. I've gotten. Really oh yeah, that. yeah. It's I'm so helpful to evade. It's, I use <laughs> it. Like, I I use that so much when I'm just moving. When I'm just running around, I'm just always yeah. flash shifting. Oh, it's so nice. That's super nice. I really love the. I really love how the power bomb looks. I think that's like such a. It's not as devastating as it implies, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah, I wish it. Did, I wish it did more damage. To like, I, I honestly wish it would just kill bosses faster. It was. I know. It's so it's so dramatic, and then the boss literally not affected whatsoever. Yeah, just hanging out there in the corner. Yeah, and you get shot. Um, yeah, <laughs> so. probably those two. I think. Um, I mean, the, and, the, and the power bomb isn't that exciting. It just looks really, really cool. <laughs> it is. Uh, I'll say uh, for frustrating things, and I'll focus more. Is I'll stay in this same topic because uh, it's it's a combination. I like it, and it's all it's also frustrating. It's like, like you talk about the speed booster puzzles, which are God, they're so hard sometimes. Um, and the speed booster for those I haven't played it is if you you uh, charge it up, and if you get enough momentum, you basically go into hyper hyperdrive and just start uh, moving super duper fast in one direction. And you can also, but if you're uh, if you're fast enough. Or before you hit something, you can uh, basically uh, bank a, a boost for a, for a short period of time, and you're going purple. And this is, and when you, and at that point, uh, you can launch yourself in any any direction uh, you want with this speed boost. And mm-hmm. it's, and they they utilize this for puzzles. And my God, are they frustrating <laughs> sometimes? Because <So> <laughs> uh, they some of them require so many different. It's sometimes it's hard to figure out what you're supposed to do to solve it. Uh, how many different things you have to do or where to start? Uh, it can be hard too, but they're very satisfying when you do solve them because it looks really cool when you actually when you actually nail it. They do look super duper cool. So I'll, I'll give it. They I'll make it. They, they make you feel like a really good video game player too. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you're, you're like fuck yeah, I'm awesome. Like, I'm so, <laughs> so good at this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim, has anything frustrated you in particular so far? Uh, so the, I, I do have the uh, the flash shift, and I think I just got the speed boost. Um, and, yeah, I can see that that's going to be frustrating to control. Um, and, it, like, from the outside looking in, I think it is kind of cool the way that they, uh, they've incorporated, you know, sort of figuring out, like, okay, I've got these platforms, I've got, you know, I can go from this screen to this one and maintain a, a running start to get, you know, glowing purple before I, you know, try and shoot up. I think that's cool. And I also see where that's frustrating. I've only had to try and solve a couple of puzzles. Uh, in terms of frustration, the biggest frustration I had was actually early on in the game. It was one of the first save rooms that you come to. And this is just me being out of practice from Metroid. You shoot everything, uh, the floor, <laughs> the wall. Yes, uh, yes, you do. <laughs> And I had totally forgotten that. And so it was like, I, I was starting to use the mini map and I was looking around and Vanessa was over there in the corner being like, use your map, use your map, just look around. Uh, yes, that's how I sound. Exactly. <laughs> that's a sound. really spot on impression of Vanessa. It is. <laughs> <laughs> evade, evade, evade. Evade the maneuvers. <laughs> she, screams, she screams at them while you're driving. And <laughs> Stop shooting, Jim. Stop shooting them. Just evade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I was completely out of practice with that. And so there's one room, I don't even remember which area you're on, but there's one room where you get to a, a save center. It's one of your first save spots. And you actually have to, to shoot a missile to be able to access a new area. 
And so Vanessa looked at it and I was explaining like, okay, I've gone here, I've gone here. What am I missing? Whatever. So she picked it up and she played and she was all cocky. And the next thing you know, she's she's looking at the internet going, wait, what Tech, where I can find you it. Go? <laughs> uh, and so then it was like she's like, ah, you're gonna be you're gonna be frustrated with this. And I was, and I am, and that's my my point of frustration. Uh, shoot all the things. That uh-huh. that's my my advice to all your your listeners. I will shoot say that, that that is a that is a uh, definite frustration. I can uh, I can understand. But you, uh, it is assuaged later in the game by the scan ability, which just makes uh, the game so much better. <laughs> so oh, I love of, that thing. Yes, I use it. I use it in every room I go into, and yep. uh, especially when you're item hunting, it uh, it does a, it it really does a good job of uh, highlighting where to uh, where things are at, and also like sometimes you're like, how the hell do I get over there? And then you have to walk back three different ro- three rooms over. And somehow that's how you get over there. Um, so yeah, the, I'll say that the game does make that annoyance uh, more manageable later on. Vanessa, what was your most frustrating thing in the game? Now that you've beaten it three times, uh, as you've said, you've, uh, right. as, you, as you've mentioned. Um, yeah, I mean, like like all Metroid games, right? Sometimes it's really easy to get lost. These last two times, I decided to sequence break um, and do and go get like the the um, the bomb and the grapple hook early on. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then I just spent like a long time just wandering around being like, where am I, where am I supposed <laughs> to go? And then I was also like, you know, too impatient to like watch the cutscene um, with a like quiet robe. And so then later I was like, well, I was wandering around for like an hour and then I was like, oh yeah, he raised that place. He raised up the area in the water area, but I was too <laughs> impatient to watch the cutscene, So I forgot about that. <laughs> so your, your frustration is that you're just too good at the game. I'm just too good at the game and my <laughs> yeah. patience is low. But yeah, like, uh, I don't know, like, like this is just all Metroid games, right? You get lost pretty easily and you wander around a lot. And then every once in a while, you know, you consult your map because that's what you're supposed to be. And you're like, oh, yeah, there's, I can now get through this area. But yeah, sometimes Jim and I, especially when he was running through and I was trying to help help him, um, you know, I'd be like, look at the map. Have you looked at the map? Pull up the map. And then you look at the map. I'm like, I don't know, man. Sorry. I was sorry. I was so rude to you. <laughs> like, there's none here. <laughs> Yeah, um, probably, but probably just those things though I do really like that they um, I love that they're adding like little tutorials over how to use things I know that was one of my biggest frustrations with Super Metroid is that I get you know access to an item and I'm like I don't know how to use this item so it's nice that they were like at least helpful and they're like this is how you use the item yeah, this is what else I, it can do yeah like, this game is much more user friendly than the, in Super Metroid is and again big big gap between <laughs> those games so got it. that game is literally as old as I am. Came out the same year. Yes. <laughs> so, so. But uh, I feel like he probably agreed with me. The music in this game, very unmemorable. Uh, honestly, it's really hard to notice music sometimes in this game. The the stings, like the you got an item or you found the new place sting or whatever, those, those are always satisfying. Mm-hmm. But that 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 sound's been associated with Metroid for as long as I can, I've known Metroid. Um, yeah. 
but the music itself, I literally almost sometimes I'm like, is there music playing right now? <laughs> and, uh, I know. Yeah, it's really, really subdued, and um, which is weird because I feel like Metroid's always kind of had good music, kind of been known for its music, but uh, it's atmospheric music specifically, and the only thing they did much for that here, uh, that yeah, uh, so. Uh, yeah, I agree. The only good parts were the, uh, you know, the classic, nur, 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 nur. Yeah. like that's always yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's always that one always feels good. <laughs> but that one's been in Metroid since I don't even I don't even know maybe the first one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. all right, uh, we'll move on to our uh, our final thoughts here. Uh, Jim, uh, as of as of now, would you recommend this game to people? And what do you what do you think of it overall? Oh, I love it. Uh, I'd absolutely recommend it to people. Um, I feel like it holds up really well. I mean, you know, as somebody who uh, just made me sad when you were like, the original Metroid's like 30 years old. I was like, oh, man, I'm freaking old. <laughs> no, uh, this is Super Metroid. No, this Super Metroid. Is original. <laughs> original Metroid is 30, 34 years old, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> we just have to correct you. Oh, yeah, it came out in 1994, Jim. That's how. That's, that's, that's Super Metroid. No, no, Metroid. that's Metroid. No, Metroid, Metroid is. Metroid. Uh, oh no, you're that, right. That is Super Metroid. That's that, why. Why would they do that to me? Google lied. Ninety, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Eighty-six. Oh god. Eighty-six. It's <laughs> even older than I thought it was. It's thirty-five. Wow. <laughs> yep. And I got my first Nintendo in eighty-seven. So there you Ooh. go, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, uh, I think it holds up really well. I, I think it does uh, tremendous justice to the, the platformer um, genre. I think, um, like you guys have talked about, I mean, the, the aesthetic is fantastic. The story um, is fun. Uh, the Emmys are a, a pain in the ass, but it, it's an interesting new twist. Um and at the end of the day, it's it's very much so. How do you navigate the world? Uh, how do you acquire you know the skills that you need, and and then some big boss fights? Um, I thought it was cool and watching Vanessa go through and being able to change the order in which she um, she has picked up the the tools uh, the tools of the trade uh, for Samus uh, and doing it out of order. Uh, I really thought the boss fight with Craig was, was really cool. Um, when you can, can shoot yourself into his, uh, his belly hole. Uh, oh yeah. And, and power bomb him or not power bomb, yeah. just bomb him. <laughs> just destroy him. Yeah. I, I, um, I saw a, I saw a clip of that and it was like, Oh, so cool. But then they acknowledge sequence sequence breaking. That's really cool. I like that a lot. So yeah. satisfying. <laughs> yeah. And I also thought, like, um, just from the cutscenes that happen, especially um, when you parry a boss and a cutscene happens, uh, I, I was honestly like, am I just button mashing and, like, the cutscene is doing its thing or am I interacting? And I, I thought it was um, I thought it was really cool that you could actually interact during the cutscene and, and actually uh, button mashing became very useful at that yeah, point. Yeah, you, so. you, just, you just unload. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really it's satisfying every time. Uh, so many missiles yeah. got, got shot in the faces <laughs> in the, during yeah. cutscene. Exactly, yeah. Samus is doing her thing and she's got whoever in a headlock and you're just like, missile, missile, missile. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, no, long-winded answer, but uh, two thumbs up from this guy. All right, uh, Vanessa, how about yourself? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> big surprise. I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah, big surprise. I love this game. I'm gonna go play it again in a second here. Um, <laughs> yeah, all the things Jim said though, I loved. Like, I love the cutscenes. I love how badass Sabbath is. I love how, um, like, even when she's just like, when you're like waiting for her to like transport herself somewhere, she's just like, she like just looks so chill. She's like on the train or in the teleporter or going up to fight Ravenbeak. Um, yeah, I love everything about this game. I would, uh, yeah, I will continue to recommend it to people and probably continue to keep playing it because um, it makes me feel really, really like a very good video game player also. I don't know if you, John, like that experiment monster, if you like power, um, if you uh, speed boosted killed him, but it's like a one hit kill and it's amazing. <laughs> you can one hit kill that boss? Yeah, so you have to get to the point where he's like, like, like throwing wind and like little purple crescents at you. Uh-huh. Um, but you can you can speed boost during that section, and then you spine shark, and then you jump up, and you can just like like ram yourself into his head, and he dies. It's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so cool. So they they like they really do pepper in like great little things like that. <laughs> yeah, the bo- the boss fights I think are the hi- are the the highlight, honestly, in my opinion. Are the, the this because I feel like they encapsulate all the little touches that they, they use they put they did in this game. Um, where the Emmys kind of ruined the exploring part of it a little bit. But uh, boss fights, A plus. Yeah, um, I think Emmys too. I like. I don't. I don't mind them that much. They're fine, and especially once you like get better at using like the cloaking device, it's like fine. Although <laughs> every once in a while, I would I would cling. I would like cloak, cling onto the ceiling. The Emmy would come right under me and be like, "I'm gonna investigate the ceiling for no reason, even though you're cloaked." Thanks, you know, Emmy. Yeah, that, that was always stupid. I I rarely cloaked, honestly. I've only I probably could count the amount of time they ever did it most of the time i just sprinted through the area as fast as i could just to, yeah. to, to whatever exit i could find and uh, yep. good. that was my go-to strategy is just you know full speed ahead at all times it's, <laughs> so. a, it's a good strategy <laughs> uh so as far as for me this is a, a really really solid um one of these games it's uh i don't have a like, like i said i don't have a lot of experience with the with the metroid 2d 2d metroid series so i can't like say where it ranks among all those games even though we rank stuff here um, in this, uh, <laughs> this this part of the internet but uh, i can't say this as the game is really really solid really fun uh i love this genre which is funny because like i said i haven't played many of the metroid ones uh but this is one of my, one of my favorite genres i found over in uh and 2D and 3D, and I'm discovering that it might be one of Vanessa's also. Even I don't know if she ever mm-hmm. she even knew that about herself, but um, that is who yeah, is. I actually did after buying this game, or after yeah. yeah, after picking up this game, I did actually go off and buy Samus Returns for the 3DS. So I'll let you know yeah. how it goes. Yeah, I would lo- I would love to hear that uh, because there, and I think we'll probably end up playing more kinds of games like this in the future. I think uh, you know there's. And even the 3D ones like Metroid Prime or mm-hmm. Batman Arkham Asylum, which is one of these kind of games, actually, and it's really well, goddamn, really goddamn good. Um, play that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am like just waiting patiently for the day yeah. that um, they start porting over GameCube games to the Switch. That's going to be a good yes, day. That'll be a good day. And I think we'll even try and we'll do some Castlevanias, and we'll even try and do maybe Hollow Knight. That might take multiple episodes, but I think Vanessa needs to play Hollow Knight at some point. I actually started playing it. I have, I've been playing it, and I really like it. It's really good. It's uh, <laughs> one of my favorites of those. But yeah, this is this is a really solid game. Highly recommend. Uh, it is it is a it is a bit on the short side if you aren't one to multi- play the multiple playthroughs of games. So that mm-hmm. can be like you know, and it, it is full priced. So you got to keep that in mind. If you're one to like a single playthrough, maybe wait for a sale. Uh, it's still really good. I mean, I think it's I think it's I don't I think it's worth it. 
but uh, it's up to you. And uh, and now uh, we'll we'll close it out here. And if you like what you heard here, uh, please, we would uh, love it if you could donate to our Patreon. And if you're on the $1 tier now, you, you'll join our Discord with a fun uh, little colorful name. And uh, there we post the, our, our thoughts of the day. We'll ha- we have uh, some special episodes we do just for, just for members. And uh, it's, a, it's a grand old time. We're just getting, we're just getting the, hitting the ground floor on that. And uh, it's been a little slower because of the holidays. And so probably, but next year, uh, look for more stuff there for sure. If you're in the $3 tier, you get a higher quality audio and a special feed for all of our podcasts, including this one, as well as bonus content content for other podcasts, such as Multimedia Failure and Rocket With The Card Out, our Jason Music Podcast. If you donate five bucks, you get a shout out on the show which uh, I'll say me and Vanessa, we are in that tier. <laughs> uh, and was, uh, we would love to send a special thanks out to Alex Messenger, Josh Kopp, Carpenter, Eric, and Nathan Cooper. Uh, thank you guys for donating. Very appreciated. You can follow all of us on Twitter, John Sarah 777 uh, Vanessa Vicarious Rock, Jim, if you, would you, do you want anyone to follow you anywhere? <laughs> so. uh, they can't. I, I'm hiding. That's fair. That's a, it's honestly the best strategy. I mean, w- w- when your name's, you know, geriatric button mashing Jim, like, yeah, you, you just want to hide. Hide your head in shame. <laughs> J.B. Cahill. Uh, <laughs> so, and unless I've forgotten anything, Vanessa, did I forget anything? I don't think so. That sounded uh, very Jason-y. Very good yeah. job. Yeah, he, he does it better than me, but he's been doing it for years. <laughs> so, and so, so long, everyone. Thank you for listening, and have a garbage day. <laughs>